You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Good evening. Uh, we are back. We took an unexpected break, um, but we are finishing up with our one-hour series tonight, um, and it's just Matt, Jessica, and myself. So happy Friday, everybody. You've just stumbled upon Punk Wisdom with Matt and Allison, um, and we are just, because 2018 is, is it's challenging us already. As accumulatively, too, like Matt and Jessica and myself, we all agree that so far this sucks. So we decided to do a show on pet peeves, and I we welcome, welcome your ideas, and we will um, get – we will circle back around to these eventually. So um, if you find us on Facebook or Twitter, we'll give you all that stuff later on. Uh, tell us seriously. It's a fun subject to talk about. We can just bitch and complain and moan and groan. So, hi Matt, how are you? I'm alive and awake. Right, upright and sucking air. That's there my, it is. That's my slogan. You know, I, I went to <laughs> go ahead and talk to uh, Jessica real quick. Go ahead. Okay, Jess. Hi. Hi. How's it going? I'm good, honey. How are you? Fantastic. Right on. So it's been a month. That's not since what you said earlier. Been here. <laughs> We, the listeners don't need to know that. <laughs> well, we had some terrible, terrible weather a couple weeks ago um, to where it was too dangerous to come out and spend the time with the rest of the world. We decided yeah. to put ourselves first. So it was like a big slip and slide outside. Seriously, it <laughs> was, both, On both days we were planning on doing it because we planned it on Friday night, obviously. That's, we do it every Friday mm-hmm. night and we had the weather issues. Thank you, Mother Nature. And then we rescheduled it for Monday night, and we got hit again. So I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and, of course, we had guest problems, and so, yeah, we're still having some guest issues. But A little bit, but it's only because all of our guests are, like, rock stars. They're super busy. They're, you know, it, it'd be one thing if we never had a conflict, because that just means our guests aren't ever doing anything. <laughs> True. <laughs> See, so there's my one piece of optimism. Guest guest problems. Are, it's good when someone's busy. No, and let the listeners know we have some good shows planned coming up. We have some pretty top notch guests. Um, we just need to nail down dates and times, uh, which we will. We will. Which we do as we're scheduled. Um, our next show, February 9th, is it? Yes. We will have um, a a real life therapist in the house. Um, his name is David. He comes from a company called Southfield Therapy, southfieldtherapy.com. Um, and we'll have him, and he's going to talk about seasonal defective disorder and just typical mental health when it comes to the regularly healthy. Cool. So um, some of that, um, maybe getting into a little bit of adolescent stuff, and then um, hopefully we'll have a principal of an alternative high school. So basically um, what you're saying is that we're going to have a two-hour therapy session for me. <laughs> That's how it's always managed to be so far. <laughs> True enough. Yeah. So right on. Um, so the bill will then – we know who's going to pay the bill. Send it to the house. So that's good. That's good. But for now, we're just going to – fuck it all. I Go ahead. Who's got the first one because – I'll go. All right. I'll go because my year started off great. Um, This will lead right into a pet peeve, but I want to start off uh, (laughs) the very first week of this month, my uncle, age 60, died suddenly. Um, They thought it was a diabetic shock. Some of his coworkers said it looked like a heart attack. Either way, he died suddenly. No one expected it, Um, which leads me into a funny I think it's funny now. I mean, at the time, I, I thought it was funny too. But then I look and I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have said that. My other uncle that was there, his brother, came up to me and was like, so, man, how are you doing? Because we don't see each other very often. And I'm like, well, I'm alive and kicking. And I thought, I don't think I should have said that. But, you know, me and me not having a filter, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, anyway. So anyway, that, I thought that was kind of funny. So you didn't say, I'm luckier than that guy? <laughs> No, I, I don't think. I think that would have been a little I'm, bit worse. I'm doing better than, than he I said, is. But, you know. 
Anyway, so the very next week, <laughs> my cousin, age 51, died. Uh, thyroid issue. Again, suddenly. Uh, so it's like, what the hell? And then on top of all that, and I think we're going to do uh, an episode on this later on. I'm going to nail down some guests for this, I think. But my daughter was has been sexually harassed at school. And I'm not going to tell her story because she's not here and I don't have her permission, so I'm not going to do that. But I, again, I had to spend time at the school talking to the vice principal and that all that jazz because the school, obviously, they are more worried about their own image and not wanting bad press coming in. But we also have to think about the kids that are involved because both kids were considered minors. So it's just messed up this year so far. And then to top it all off, I uh, – it was that I told Allison this a little bit earlier. The uh, it was at work. What the hell? Who the hell's calling me? Leave me alone, bastard! Don't you know I'm busy? What the fuck? <laughs> right? You might hear a little bit more swearing tonight because this is just about pet peeves and yeah. So anyway, I <laughs> fuck fucking fuck up. Exactly. So comic relief, everybody. That's, before that's my, my only job, when I found out my cousin died, I found out like a thir- I found out my cousin died on a Thursday morning. I got the text Thursday morning. So I immediately went over to my super, uh, not my supervisor, but my HR manager and said, hey, look, this just happened. And I'm being told that this might be rushed. Like they're going to probably plan uh, the whole cremation and service and everything relatively quickly. So this might happen before I can actually say anything to anybody or be able to request a day off because I'm going to want to take a vacation day. I don't get bereavement for cousins, unfortunately. I don't think many people do. But I want to take a vacation day and not use one of my personal days. Right. And she was like, sure, you're here. Not problem. No problem. Well, I didn't find out the actual details until Friday after 3, which was around 4 o'clock or so, and the shop closed at 3. So I called as soon as I found out. Obviously, I got voicemail. And all the details were going to be for that Monday. The service was that Monday. So I'm thinking, okay, I know I'm going to get screwed in this. I just know I'm going to get screwed right. in yeah, this. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but I came back to work the next week. I filled out the paperwork, marked it off on vacation day, yada, yada, yada. I got my paperwork back yesterday. And, she's, and my supervisor's like, yeah, you're, we're, you have to use a personal day for this. You can't use a vacation day. And I'm like, I talked to the HR about this. Right. And plus my buddy Gary – who's been working for the company for seven years, ran into a similar issue and he was able to use a vacation day. And I mentioned that to her and she's like, no, Gary and I had to talk about this, meaning back then, not recently. Mm-hmm. He talked about his issue, his situation beforehand. So you need to get your, your facts straight. Now what was crazy was that that comment wasn't needed. No. And then two, I've never had an issue with this particular supervisor ever. We've always been on good terms. Mm-hmm. And it was just, where is this fucking attitude coming from? Right. Like, why are you being such a bitch? I just told you that. And, you and, and it's not like she didn't know that I already had an uncle that died. And she didn't. it's not like she didn't know that my daughter's having issues at school. So I've been taking fucking days off at work. They all know that these things are happening. Like, So this leads into my pet peeve. Is like, I'm not wrong in this. But employers don't treat employees this way anymore. In the past, when you get employment and you work for somebody, it's usually a contract and it's usually a mutual partnership, whereas they pay you for the services you give. Mm-hmm. And it's an equal thing, supposed to be anyway. Mm-hmm. That's been lost for who knows how long. And so now most of the time, if you work you know, manual labor, you are going to get treated like the PN that you are. And which is – so my pet peeve mainly was like the wind did – I just it's just the lack of respect, I think is what it is. It's just I'm forty three fucking years old. Stop treating me like I'm thirteen. People don't I don't give just, a shit about their employees, unfortunately. No, but what don't. you fail to realize is when you shit on your employees, you're shitting on your own business, especially the good ones that will be there to go the extra mile and do the extra. And I'm sure That's that you're one of I those won't. people. I won't anymore. I mean I did. Well, no, I wouldn't either. If you continually shit on me, I'm not going to do extra things because what am I getting out of it? I'm just sitting there scratching your back while mine's itching like crazy and you couldn't even bother to lift a finger. Yeah, and and I can go make extra money doing side jobs with different things. So why why do I going to give you more of my time if you're going to treat me like this? Can I, can I ask a quick question? Yeah, go ahead. How many times 
um, you've been there a while now. So Unfortunately. how often do you do people like leave and then new hires come in and turnaround? Yeah, there's a lot. So there's your answer right there. If the right. if the turnover is high, they had uh, they they tried starting a second shift. Um, they couldn't keep people. So and, and it's I not mean, just the work. I mean, the work they had them do. I understand. I mean, it's not hard, but the demands they throw on people. And when you're brand new, you're not going to get the numbers that they're going to want right away because they're brand new. Um, so it, it's yeah, it's, the turnover is terrible. I mean, obviously you have some of the old pe- people who've been there forever still there. But I can, I can walk up to almost any one of these, not just any of the, one of the younger people that are there. Almost all of them are in school. They're just getting whatever they're going to need, the degree they needed, and they're going to be gone. So they're not there permanently. The only people that are permanently are the old timers that have been there for two decades. Because that's really a big. I mean, that says a whole lot about the management, the staff, the you know the the upper offices when you have turnaround that's extreme like that. So at least. And I know, and I know, I I totally get it. I mean, I I totally get it. However, when you <clears throat> when you say you know people are used to like you know you have this contract, you provide these services, or you do this job for somebody, and they pay you, and it's a um, I I would say that it's a lot harder to find a job where the upper management is everything it needs to be than well, your scenario because I, go ahead. I because it's easier to be a dick. It's easier to get power hungry. It's easy to abuse your authority over somebody. It's easy to take it out on somebody who can't do anything about it. And you know, as it goes on and on and on, it just well, becomes, they look at they look keep at in mind, you. This as, is only if you're a shitty person, though. Good people don't go out of their way to do that. Totally agree. Uh, the uh, problem agree. is the majority of the world is filled with yeah. shitty people. Well, and most, the older I get, I swear to God, the I, more the more you see it. I sound like my grandma. Mother, she's like kids day. these days, but I got to be honest with you. No, whole, it's just uh, humans, not kids, <laughs> most, just humans. <laughs> yeah. Most most businesses will look at you. You're my employee. You work for me. Shut up and do your work. Right, right. You don't have to be here. Right. And you know what? You know what really sucks is that when the economy is doing well and unemployment is low, now the jobs that are available become extremely competitive. So go ahead, walk out the door if you want. Because, you know, now now there's less people standing at the door waiting for your job. That's kind of what's cool is I, but, the, the course I'm taking at school right now, um, my instructor has been kind of beating her heads. He's like, I'm going to have you guys to the point where you're confident and confident in what you can do. Right. Um, he says to the point to where you're going to go into a job and they're going to ask you, why should we hire you? And you're going to turn the computer screen around and show them that your picture is on all their computers in the building. You say, because if you hire me, I'll take my face off of your computers because you've already hacked them. <laughs> um, you're going to have that much confidence. They're going to want you because of the skills you have mm-hmm. um, and so on. And, but it's like, but you don't, those jobs are few and far between. A buddy of mine, um, I've mentioned his business before on the air, canyouhandlebar.com. He actually posted something on Facebook not too long about ranting and raving about his employees, how much he loves his employees and so on and so forth. And so one of his buddies made a comment on it asking him, you know, uh, I'm, I'm starting my own business. What, you know, what do you do in the hiring process? When, you, when you're interviewing, what do you look for? What do you ask? That kind of thing. And so he posted this, not super long, but it was a nice long post of, I hire by character. He's like, almost any skill can be taught. So I hire by character. If I like you, I think you're a good person. Right. I'm going to hire you. He says, and it's not saying, and he's like, I'm not saying I've never had to fire anybody. You know, people are mm-hmm. human and some people do stupid things. He goes, but it's very, very few and far between. He says, and on top of that, I pay them well. So they're not going to go look for something else. I treat them well. So they're not going to go look for something else. Why would they? I mean, and this guy owns his own business. Now, he doesn't hire right. family and friends, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So I can't get a job with him. But- Still, I, I'm reading this. I'm like, uh, why can't every employer do something like this? I, I, I wish. But why that, can't every like person that. be that kind of a person? Yeah. Why aren't – I mean, if you answer that, it's a million-dollar question, right? It's the, the, probably I the answer to life. the longer mankind goes on and evolves, the more narcissists and sociopaths are out yeah. there. That, Look what we elect. And I swear <laughs> – well, yeah. And I mean, that's a prime example. And I run into these people – 
more than I do kind-hearted people. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm done with mankind. I want to go move to a cabin in the middle of the woods. And I normally like people. I'm normally not like a negative-minded person. So for me to get to that point where I'm like, I'm just done with people, like there's something seriously wrong because I'm the person that everyone's saying, oh, my God, this person's the devil. And I'm like, but they have this great quality and that great quality. I'm that naive asshole that's like, oh, no, they're a good person. And then, you know, once it's too late, I'm like, oh, nope. Everyone was right. They're a piece of shit. My bad. <laughs> that is it's exactly how it is. My my circle so is that's very, my first pet peeve. You go ahead. My you... my circle is very small, Should and be. I and and I built it in this way. I meet a lot of people. I deal with a lot of people, mm-hmm. and I know that they're all going to let me down. You're all going to be I, sooner or later. I'm going to see your true colors, and then. The acquaintance thing is going to go away and you're going to slip up and I'm going to see it and then I'm going to be able to protect myself from you. You're going to be gone. And once I'm done, it, once it like it, mm-hmm. it gets to that point, I'm really done. There's there is I only have room and I only have so much head and so much heart and for so many things. And if you don't fit, it's it's very, very That's black good. and white. You should give it sparingly because people will use your love and right. Good, but kind every of heart once in a while. You. Somebody will come along and they will surprise me and they yeah. will do something and then I'll earmark it and I'll be like, all right, pay attention to that. And then as the time goes by, you realize that that's who they really are. So yeah. then I pull those that person in mm-hmm. and then I, I continue on. So I am disappointed, but it doesn't get me. Right. And I figure that's the only way to Humans really Humans are going to be disappointed. But I think – but Absolutely. Yeah. And and thing is, the only people in your life that can hurt you are people you care about. True. Exactly. Because other people you don't give a shit about. No, nope, I don't <laughs> care. You can say horrible things about me and to my face all day long. It's not going to hurt my feelings because I give zero shits about you. Uh, when I finally allow somebody in to become my friend, like you're in this very exclusive group in my mind because I don't allow a lot of people in. So when I can, you have the ability to actually hurt me. And once you do, and you do it enough, I have to cut you out right. just for my own safety. Self-preservation. Mm-hmm. That's, yes. that's true. So, okay, so as far as pet peeves go, obviously, human beings... Who are pieces of shit. Yeah, but it you're comes... a pet peeve. You people can actually split hairs on this because, <laughs> <laughs> because most of our pet peeves will end up being human people. Like, for yeah. me... It's somebody who's okay. All right, I'm going to start with this. I'm going to start. We have we have a text. We're going to keep it anonymous. Um, is it one cat of years on your phone? It is. Oh god. Oh, it is. You right? are so adorable. I know. Isn't that cute? <laughs> That's not okay. the word I was thinking. So, of. Okay. I can put on my pink hat if you'd prefer. Okay. You just sit there like a good boy. Okay. So. One of my pet peeves, this is not for me, I'm reading this. Um, by the way, go to uh, facebook.com slash punkwisdom17, is it? I'll look it up. Go ahead. Okay, look it up for me because we want you to go hit it up and let us know because uh, we're only here for an hour. We have about 40 more minutes. I'm going to take up the next two. Punkwiser17. That's right. Punk wiser because I was clever when I did that. Get it? Punk why? Get it? Mm-hmm. I can't do the whole thing because it's a copyright. Air high five. <laughs> anyway, from the office, did you see that commercial where they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's so <laughs> All right. So this lady says, one of my pet peeves is when people pull into the middle lane, the turn lane, and drive the speed limit trying to merge. Ugh, stop and wait, idiots. Well, my wife. <laughs> No. <laughs> the way you reacted, I'm, saying, I'm thinking, I'm saying, I, can't, I got my answer. Okay, I said anonymous <laughs> because I don't want people to know that at any given time there is one person listening. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right? So we need to like. That's totally I, her though. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a marketing genius you over are, here. And I'm an idiot. This is I just, get that. That's this why is I just got a you. listener. Now, now you know, yes, it is our own. Uh, very adorable and very beautiful. You didn't Ruth. have to agree with me. Thanks. You could have said, no, it's Thanks not. For that. Yeah, but what makes me not a piece of shit is that I'm a bad liar, and I really don't. It, oh. It's too much effort, and then I got to remember what I is. No, mm-hmm. I don't have it in me. Um, 
So, and, and mine is too, like not using your blinker, uh, not holding a door for someone. Yeah, not... okay, your blinker's there for a reason. Right? I'm they're just optional. saying, I get this all the time. People just stop, and I'm like, why are you stopped? And they're turning mm-hmm. onto 696, and then right when they go to turn, they put it on, and I'm like, why? Or they'll break first and slow, and then right. you get the blinker, and I'm like, like what no, is this the blinker doing? before. Oh, they're turning. Or you get the guy that I had on That's the way like here cool who had his fucking blinker on for like five <laughs> damn blocks. I'm like, Dude, turn your damn car around. Oh, that's great. No, no, he has no idea though, because he's too busy. He's he's reading a text on his phone. More than likely. He doesn't realize. <laughs> and the whole clicking thing, because every car, I don't even care. Mine my car's old. I got a nice big truck, but it's older. And it's still like click, click, click. Yeah, click. you can you hear it. You can't And you not can do see it. it while you're looking ahead because that's visually. Saying, it doesn't take you know. goddamn genius. But but there's me. And and then it comes down to human nature. I had a lady that I worked with. She was like, you know, my husband, he just refuses to use and Jackie, if you ever fall upon this at any time in the future, uh, this one's for you. And your coat is cute. Um, she says, "Yes, my husband. He he drives. He drives super slow, and he doesn't use his blinker. And when I ask him why he doesn't use his blinker, he says it's nobody else's business where I'm going. Now, mind you, if you turn your left blinker on." Yes, I know you're turning left, but if you don't, at some point, I'm still going to know that you turned left. Because you're turning left. Right, because you're in front of me. I don't, uh, that 30 seconds matters. I'm not trying to follow you. And if I was, I could. What does the blinkers have to do with it? None of that even makes any sense. So it's a whole, yeah, but it's courtesy. And then that's when you get the whole, yeah, I don't don't give a fuck about that. Because, okay, so on to him driving slow. She's in the passenger seat and she kind of, she kind of rides with like one hand up. Oh, so right. that the people Nobody passing her, her she's and I said, no, you should make it a game. <laughs> you should just mouth the word sorry when people like drive by you. She go. I feel like she needs a sign and so then, she can and just then, hold it up in the window. Right? Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm so not sorry. Driving. I'm not driving. <laughs> and then she could get home and go, oh, I only had to do that 15 times today. <laughs> oh, I did this 35 <laughs> times today. And maybe, maybe, I don't know. I mean. An old horse. You yeah. know how it yeah, is. Yeah, sucking I'm their not. ways and no, probably not going to change it. So now there's me who's the habitual five to eight over. Now, not on residential streets. So it's 25 is 25. And right. actually, it really should be 20. There's kids that live there. Don't be an asshole. Mm-hmm. But on the freeway, the, the speed limit is 70. I'm normally 70, 75. If I'm on my way to work, mm-hmm. it might be a little bit more than that. Right. I get I get, you know, far, far over to the left and I just try and just like... Right. I get over when somebody comes up behind me. Nope. I'll let you by. No problem. Get over. That's another thing. Why do people drive in the fast lane? I don't and go five over. What are they saying to themselves? No, I'm going fast enough. You should be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Well, the fast lane is the passing lane for all of you out there that did not know that. You know, if you want to go 70, go in the middle lane. Right. If you want to go 75, go in the middle lane. The left lane is reserved for passing. For passing. And if you see someone coming up behind you, get over. Yeah. Right? Now, one thing I do notice is when I'm outside of (laughs) the Detroit, uh, well, the metro Detroit area, I go to Cleveland a lot. And anytime I hop on that that turnpike through Ohio, really boring, mostly straight. Ohio's a terrible state to drive through. Uh, It's farm after farm after farm. It's kind of, it's tiring. But- they know, for the most part, how to drive. You, you know, you do this passing thing, you get back over, everything is great. On a holiday weekend, you know, people from the cities have decided to go off and venture out of their normal because then it all turns into 75, 94, 96, whatever. So that's my pet peeve is bad drivers in consideration really more than anything. But because I drive a lot, that shows in That's how you drive. That's the only time I ever truly, truly get mad. And I believe that how you drive is a direct indication of who you are. That's just my opinion. I agree be. with that. It was funny. I was on my way to work the other day. I'm driving 80 on 696, and I'm in the left lane. Yeah, the I do 80. Lane. I didn't want to admit that, but yeah. <clears throat> but I was, I was 80. Some guy pulled up behind me and literally tailed I mean, he couldn't get any fucking closer to my car. And he starts flashing his lights at me. I'm like, what the hell? And I couldn't get over right away because there was people in the other lane. So I had to wait. And so he's still flashing his lights at me. I'm like, come on, dude. Can't you see there's people next to me? Were you passing those other people? Yeah. Okay. So as soon as there was a clearing, I, I got over. You know who it was? It was the state fucking cop. 
Hill State Police. He was like, I got shit to do. Yeah, he flew past me. I'm literally, as soon as I got over, he slammed on the gas and flew past me. I'm like, I'm going 10 over. He obviously was not interested in me. Not at all. But what was really funny is then later on, I mean, when I mean later on, I mean like a couple minutes, I actually saw him have someone pulled over. (laughs) So that was was kind of funny. But There was somebody that you didn't see that flew by him going 90. It was dangerous because everybody knows 10 over. Yeah. It's it's not well, especially if the flow it. of traffic is running pretty yeah. heavy. Nobody is going to get caught. I'm I'm especially on the Ohio Turnpike. I set it to seventy like eight, and I go. And even if the the troopers are there in the median, I just keep going because first of all, my truck is like that beigeous gold color. I don't know if they call it champagne or whatever the hell it is. Mm. But so I have wallpaper paint on my car. Nice. It's not red or yellow, or whatever, and it's it's a truck. So there's that. Um, and I just think I'm not, I'm not careless. I'm not reckless. I'm just, right. I just want to get to Cleveland and get the hell out of Ohio before it's too late. And they don't even bother me. They don't even, I never had a problem. Yeah. So that guy doing 90. Yes. Like we're in and out. You know how it is. And they usually are either driving a truck or an SUV, but Mm -hmm. I digress. Um, honestly, I don't. Luxury car. I don't really see the uh, the BMWs. They're really starting to piss me off. Mm-hmm. It's been more pickups for me, <laughs> but anyway, um, I I used to have a ton of pet peeves, and I've been getting better over the years, especially with the last few years of just dropping them. You're less salty. Well, yeah. I mean, my problem. I don't like when people say especially. Oh, uh, that bugs me too. Didn't you just did say it. that? Did you? You did. did I, I say it? especially. Yeah, you did. Whatever. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Honestly. <laughs> Tomato, mm-hmm. tomato. Um, you made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> no. With my problem of either being on and off emotionally, mm-hmm. I have to, I, I'm trying my hardest not to get mad at things I can't control. Yeah. And pet peeves are usually those things that you can't control. Right. And so I try, so I don't have as many as I used to. There's still certain ones that are just, you know, for whatever reason. And unfortunately, I get my angriest when I drive. But there's days where I'll be fine. People will cut me off. People will be complete assholes on the road around me. And I'm like, whatever. But then there's days I go, I think I notice it more when I'm running behind. Well, but yeah, because, yeah. Totally. Now I need to get someplace at a certain <laughs> right. time. It matters. And these assholes are driving like assholes. And so that's when it starts getting on my nerves. And I'll start yelling at them for no and that's where Kirsten learned her first swear word is <laughs> me yelling at people on the on the road. Um I unfortunately that's just it's okay, that's where I, I learned mine was from my mom swearing on the road. I've gotten better, I like to think, anyway. <laughs> my sure parents were hippies. Is, I, I learned how to roll a joint and drive a car at the same time. There you go. <laughs> See, my mom was a hippie, but she was like an, a road raging hippie. So she oh, got man. angry. Like <laughs> she had bad road rage. So my grandma had told me this story and she's like, I remember when you were little cause I had swore or something. And my mom was like, I don't know where you got that from. My grandma just looked at her and she's like, you, she gets it from you. <laughs> and she's like, no, she doesn't. And she's like, really? Cause I remember us driving in the car when Jessica was all about three or four and somebody cut you off and you got mad and she flipped them off and said, asshole. <laughs> nice. I do know that, you know, if, if something, my pet peeve now, the biggest pet peeve I have with drivers is the distractedness. The people who think, oh, yeah, I know that, you know, looking at my phone and driving, I know it's dangerous. And mm-hmm. you see, I mean, you see so many public service announcements, you can't not know right. that. And everyone still but, doesn't. But everybody who does it, I even do it is like, yeah, but I'm not like that. But I don't do that. I do. So I don't think that's a good thing to do, but I'm I'm better at that. Until I, I saw an age three, like seriously, if 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 everybody around him wasn't paying attention, it would have been very dangerous. And we stopped at the light and it was a warm day out. So I was like, hey, do you know how much your truck weighs? So because I, I baited him. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was like. No, I don't, I don't really know. I said, well, it has to be a couple of tons at least. You figure? And he was like, yeah, probably something like that. I'm like, okay, you may not know how you drive looking at your phone, but I do. And two tons is a whole lot of crap to try and throw at me. Anyway, yeah, it was, I know, yay me. Cause that discussion I'm was making my human. Well, the, yes. That's it, cool. And it was one of those really long ones because it was like the side street. 
that was only green for like 30 seconds. And then, the, mm-hmm. and then you wait for three minutes. Um, but it was cool because he was the only person I've ever kind of approached. And of course, my heart's beating because he could like shoot me or get out and like right. break my windows. But he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I was like, wow. wow. Yeah. Right. Wow. <laughs> so that just actually come over. Like, are you, like, are you married? Would you and your wife like to come over for dinner? Because. You are the best human being I've like, met. Like I like you. I don't know you, but I like you. I now. already like you. That brings <laughs> me funny. to my only other, well, one of my only, my top pet peeves: people who just can't say, "Oh, my bad." Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. How hard is it yeah. to apologize when you do something wrong to somebody? It's really not. It's just. Uh, it's a slap to their ego. Well, it's admitting yeah. that they've done something wrong. Right. It's admitting so that they've got a fault. It's admitting that they have a weakness, and most people can't do that. Right. So see, basically, you're that narcissistic and that self-absorbed that's, that you can't even say "I'm right sorry" when you hurt somebody. Like, right? You're so, pretty much dead inside. Like, you have no soul. Not, so, not that have, I'm giving them excuses, but that's no, the I know. But that's, that's just, I I agree, and that's so why we have breaking know. news here because the fact <laughs> of the matter is, and all three of us would agree. That it takes guts to be able to say, I'm sorry. It really does. Or my bad. I didn't mean to do that or I didn't mean to say yeah. that. Which means Taking if it takes guts to do that, then that is strength. Yes. The weakness is not saying Or it. avoiding it and just not answering people when or, you have done them wrong. That's you how. You don't right. avoid things. You. So it's not a weakness to say it because it's not easy to say. No. By definition, it's a strength. It is. Okay. So. I mean, there's times where fuck I. Fuck you, people. Right. Well, but there's I'm times a, that. He's I, right. I'm out. Ego feeds people, some <laughs> yeah. people, a little too much, and they're too obsessed with their own ego and admitting that they're wrong because in their mind, they're so self righteous and above God and all else that they could never be wrong. They're their own. And, it's just, and they don't realize yeah. just how backwards that really is. So, I mean, yeah. So there we go. There's, there's our. There's times that I say things that I don't know what they're what it's done to somebody else because they won't say so i can't say that i'm sorry when i don't know what's that's hurt them different um well it's just because it's, you know i say things sometimes they're honest things and sometimes they're things that are probably totally inappropriate like i'm alive and kicking at a fucking funeral um i don't realize it's a lot, half the time sometimes i do like that day I did, I'm like, it was, of course, it hit me like 10 minutes later. And I'm like, and okay, he, right after he asked me that and I said that, he stopped talking to me. Yeah, I don't think that was cool to say. But wow. did I go back and say sorry? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> at that point, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm like, I should have said that. Um, well, but you but, can wait until until you process it a little bit and go, hey, you know what? About the other day. You can always yeah, come yeah, back yeah. to it at another date. And especially if somebody knows who you are. So say you do something and you don't apologize right away. Somebody who knows you wouldn't be so bothered by it. But right. just generally speaking, well, if I bring it up two days later and I go, hey, what happened the other day? And you, and that's your opportunity to go, oh, you know what? I was, I was out of my head. Forgive me. I'm, but I'm also in that situation, in that environment, it, it may have, you know, made it a little bigger than it you know, was because yeah. that person probably does know you. Like, oh, okay, well, he didn't mean that like that. You know what I'm saying? Just wasn't thought about or whatever. And then maybe revisiting that might make it a bigger deal than it was to begin with. And then it gets even more awkward. Well, well, funny. If, it's, if it's, hey, if it's big enough to stick with you, yeah, that's true. Then it needs to be. You hey, need Ruth, to I know you're listening right now. Send in, let me know what I said to you before I left that you flipped <laughs> me off about. Um, because I said something. And she's a gentle soul. Oh, what totally. the hell did you do? I said something. I told, and it was some stupid. Sl- I don't even remember what I said. That's why I wanted her to text it in if she has it. But no, I, text it to me. Then I look back at her, and she had this big grin on her face. I'm like, "What?" She's like, "You didn't see it." I'm like, "See what?" She goes, and she just flips me off again. I'm like, "Oh," I'm like, eh, well, "Whatever." Her hands do that. <laughs> yeah. And I walked out. Wow. Well, she does that to me. I mean, and she gets away with it with me. Well, of course. Um. <laughs> she texted me. Yeah. <laughs> um, although it says I can't remember. LOL. So <laughs> figures. Yeah. Oh yeah. She knows. Don't. She's waiting for your like no, we anniversary were or something. We were laughing. Throw that. Sweat a little bit. <laughs> we were laughing about it on the way out. She but, uh, has about forty-five minutes. 
between now and the time you end up getting there. Oh, so, no, I'm stopping for food on the way home. Oh, well, so there you go, Ruth. Then. You have an hour, an hour or so. Go take a bath or something, girl. So when, when he comes in, she can go, <laughs> I know what it was. <laughs> I totally forget what it was. Okay, so Jessica, I have left you until until the end because she didn't want to talk because she was going to go on a rant it is it is 7 34 so it's a, we're about halfway through <laughs> so i'm going to take a quick second because once we start this i i have i really hope i really hope you you give us you give us something <laughs> but anyway um i'm going to uh, mention finding us uh, at podcast detroit.com there's an app in the app store uh for ios and android uh right yep Okay. Absolutely. And um, I want to thank Podcast Detroit for everything they do. Dave Phillips um, and Mr. Walton Spiel. That's uh, two of the two of the best guys I know. Look them up. Um, They also run a big podcast, and it's very, very funny, very entertaining, called It and the D. So I want to make sure I mention that. Uh, Mad Splatter Graphics, who provided us with our logo uh t-shirts t-shirts 15 bucks 20 bucks get you t-shirts um and decals if you're so interested because we are that great you just don't know it yet uh find us on facebook where we mentioned before um punk wiser 17 um twitter wiser punks at wiser punks um and punk wisdom family uh at yahoo.com gmail Oh, gmail.com. God damn it. My pet peeve is, is for myself is when I don't write shit down, especially stuff that's like most businesses totally our not, livelihood. Most businesses will frown upon a Yahoo account if you're doing resumes and putting your uh, email address up there. They don't like Yahoo accounts, just so you know. Well, what about yeah, Gmail? I, like I don't. Yahoo's Gmail's been hacked why? so many What's times. What's probably why. G- well, because Yahoo's not as secure. Oh, okay. Because to me, it goes like Yahoo, Gmail, mm-hmm. AOL. Gmail's up there. Opposite. Gmail, Gmail Yahoo. Google, Gmail, Yahoo. Google has an open okay. contract right now that if you can hack them, they will pay you a, a $1 billion. You heard me right. $1 billion and a job for life if you want a job. So I need go to ahead learn and try to hack them. like stat. <laughs> it's, it's actually next to impossible. Their encryption system is actually better than NASA. So wow. good luck. Good job, Google. So then why aren't the oh the government probably doesn't pay as much. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> a civil servant doesn't doesn't really make what he's worth. Uh, across the board. Just so we know that. So thank you very much, my mailman, my police officers, my ambulance drivers, or uh, I'm sorry, EMTs. Um, all of you people. Highly highly regarded in my book. So mm-hmm. anyway, Jessica. You don't have to go into detail, but there's plenty of pet peeves. I know you have yeah, them I, I have because tons of pet peeves you are an without... emotional person, so I know I things get to you. And uh-uh, yeah. passionate, passionate. Okay, that works too. I, yeah, whatever. it 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 really does take a lot to make me very angry. But once I'm there, there, yeah, you could, yeah, he could poke me in the <laughs> arm all day, and I could totally deal with that. I don't touch people very often. Don't touch the engineer. I don't care. He just poked me in my arm. It's not like he grabbed a boob. <laughs> Hashtag time's up. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm I'm outnumbered here. I'm gonna shut up. Michigan State. <laughs> You're good. Yeah, right. You are under the rock. We'll get to you soon enough. So uh okay. Couple pet peeves. You guys already named actually a few of my big ones because I am like a when I say it takes a lot to We're piss a me pet off. Peeve, aren't we? That's by people that I know. <laughs> when it comes to road rage, that comes out real easy so and all the things you guys named also don't go 25 and a 35 because why just why 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 would you do that like people have places to go there's 35 minute uh, 35 you know speed limit or 40 for a reason that means you go that speed what's not, with people driving under the speed limit like, right everywhere you go and a and a 35 like, be, i will cut you i'm gonna be devil's advocate it's the speed limit no that's no, the fastest that's my point. you that's can go when i'm works. passing you <laughs> when i'm passing you going the speed limit there's an issue thank you because that's the speed that you're supposed to be going that is the speed limit. You so can't they go don't, over that, well, but you're not. It's frowned upon if you go under that. Like a cop will still pull you over yeah. and give you a ticket if you're going 25 and a 35 because now you're endangering people around you. If you actually are, are endangering go. 
other people. You are because everyone's trying to go the same speed. I don't. I'm. I'm. A limit 35. is a limit. Like like there's the cap. No. Like no. a salary cap, no. right? That I mean, can get paid no. this much. That means you You're go thirty five. You go 35. <laughs> if the sign says 35, you go 35. You don't go 30. You don't go 25. I'm not, look, I already said do. I was a 10 over. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I already said it was an 8 over. Yeah. So, so you said 5 to 8, which is fair. Yeah. 10. Any caps are listening. 11. Whatever. Don't pull um, her over. So, I'm, uh, so I'm not, I'm, I, don't, I don't use that as an excuse. Right. All I'm saying is, by definition, a speed limit yes, if we're being puts a cap on as fast but as you can go. If you're going 25, you will get pulled over by police officer too just like if you're going 10 over you'll get pulled over because now you're not really complying with the law and i i would agree with so. that becoming a hazard either fast or slow is right. a problem right so okay but i'm just saying it says limit that and okay if if <laughs> all right now i'm fine with texting if it's like a short thing but if you want to have like a day-long conversation ain't nobody got time for that like, just call me. Let's wrap it up in 10 minutes. Everything that's going to take us 10 hours to sit there and text back and forth. Like, I may have that kind of time, but I don't want to be sitting on my phone all day unless I choose to do it and go and, like, watch kitty videos on Facebook or puppy videos. I don't want to sit there and have a whole entire text conversation with you over the period of 10 hours or even an hour and a half for that matter. Just call. I, I think if, at that point, a phone call. I now, if call. there is well, and a then conversation, when you call, then they don't answer, and then they text you back, and I'm like, you know what? I am like five seconds away from cutting you out of my life because you just suck. Right. <laughs> no, I get it. Now, if I'm having a text conversation, I will not expect to hear something. If if you text me a day later, yeah, and then another reply, and then I don't get it for a few hours, I could have a small conversation spanned over. A bunch of days, or yeah, even I, I continuously totally throughout that. my life. Totally do that. that like, I, I am the exact opposite of that. I can totally if do that. If I'm reaching out to you, I expect an answer soon. If I don't get one, my anxiety goes through the fucking You know roof. what? I have the same. If, if it's something important, yes, because then well, I'm is, Everything I do, and no, I, I think is important. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> right. oh my God, is this person mad at me? Am I in trouble? Did yeah. I do something wrong? Yeah. So that's what I think, because I have anxiety, so... When I'm setting up something important with you, um, I expect you, if we have an appointment at 1 o'clock or something or 2 o'clock, I don't expect to hear from you the following day. Like, just send a text back and say, hey, I'm busy with stuff. I can't make it. I'm sorry. But can we reschedule it for this time? Because that shows me that you actually give a flying fuck about me. And if not, then you clearly don't because we set a meeting. You can't make it. Don't feel like making it. You're drunk already and just don't feel like showing up or whatever the case may be. Because um, people are shitty and whatever. But let me know. All you literally have to do is communicate. You don't sit there and blow off people, especially if you're... You know, in your 30s and 40s, like you're old enough to behave like an adult. You're old enough to know better. You know what I'm saying? You don't just ignore people and then say, but you're my buddy. Well, no, I'm not. Because if I were, you wouldn't treat me like dog shit. It's so funny. My, my brother worked for. That's uh, another pet peeve. My brother worked. It was a certain church in Ohio. But the staff, the uh, the pastor of this particular church, he, uh, he it was a requirement Whenever there's email sent with to anybody, whether it was he was sending it out or people mm-hmm. were sending it to him or whatever, that you responded, right? And it was simple. It was a simple like, I got your email. Even if I haven't, even if you haven't read it yet, he right. still wants that response that he knows that you got it, well, and that you're going yeah. to get to it. Uh, that, that went with everything for this guy because he's he must have had that anxiety too. I it was totally like he get that. And that. you know what? Honestly, sometimes you'll send emails and you don't know if the person received it or not unless you get like a red receipt. That's the one good thing that is great about Outlook is you can mm. send that message, but that's only if that person has Outlook they'll send a red receipt. If they have Gmail, then you may not get it. So that's another thing that I'm big on too. If I send an email, I want you to reply and let me know that you got it so I know that it didn't just get lost in cyberspace somewhere. I just sent an email out to a friend and I haven't gotten a response from her yet and it's driving me absolutely insane. Well, and I I completely understand that and it's an anxiety thing. So, you know... I think that people that don't have anxiety don't 
Well, and just don't have good manners in general, don't realize how rude that is and how that can build up over the course of a day. And then by the end of the day, you're like uh, upset that about fucking this. person. I hate them. Well, They're not friends. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. But it's just it's simple, common respect. I mean, we're all adults here. I don't sit there and email and text message 15-year-olds because, I don't know, I don't have any nieces or nephews or young cousins or anything. So what the hell would I be doing talking to a 15-year-old? So all of my communication is with adults, and I expect adults to behave like adults. You know, that's it's very simple. Just respond. And if you're busy, I get that. But when you're unbusy, just let somebody know. Unbusy. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, when you're no longer busy, just let somebody know, like, hey, I'm sorry, I was busy. But that doesn't take a 10-hour period. Nobody is busy for that long. You pee plenty of times, eat food, jack off. I don't know what you do. But you're doing plenty of things in 10 hours that isn't, you know, consisted of being stuck in a room or completely unavailable. Well, then, I will admit, because there are sometimes... Not counting at night when we're well, sleeping. Yeah, ten hours duh. may go by and you right. don't hear from me. Well, but, but it's your work. Yeah, I, I have a big that. family. I work with. Yes. I have a classroom. I run a classroom, so I deal with the students all the time. Sometimes when I'm not busy, texting or replying or answer emails is more busy. But I, I need to just that fall if it's off a the pressing grid. matter. Oh yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. That's no, what I'm talking matters, about. Yes. I'm not talking about. Hey, do you want to go grab a drink? A month from now, like that's one thing. You know what I'm saying? For me, oh, because if you say, "Can you go grab different. a drink tonight?" That's extremely pressing. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean that yes. tonight. <laughs> I mean, what for, time do you get off? I mean, for me, <laughs> like, pick up your phone while I'm sitting there. I'm out. <laughs> for I'm out. me, I'm for me to reach out to somebody, no matter yeah. who it is, it's it's important to me. Yeah, and I, I don't do it and for I want and, and I want a response relatively quickly, right? Because I'm thinking of it at that moment, and right. if I'm thinking of it at that moment, it's important at that moment. And so when I don't get responses in what I feel is a timely manner, right. that's when my anxiety goes through the roof, right? Um, but not everybody's that way. They'll look at it like, well, this isn't important to me, which it may not be. No, I refuse to be controlled. But it is important to me. <laughs> so it's like, so I, you get the, I get what could be going on the other end. I can understand it to yeah. a certain extent, <laughs> but it still doesn't control my anxiety on my end. Right. So we have an, another separate listener, not your wife, um, wanting to know what I've been eating. So it's apparent to me now that. What have you been eating? I yes, tried to because meet you, I, girl. <laughs> I, oh, my cup full of um, pretzels. It, they're really good, though. Cup. They're pretzels and peanuts. Was it the uh, beer? Bar the, the bar mix? It's the bar mix. Yeah, you can get it at Meyer, guys. It's delicious. Dave, it, it, well, Dave stocks it like crazy. <laughs> it is too. There's hot stuff, but it's I, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to have to like combat the hotness or try with Harper. But these are really good. So I apologize to our listeners for not eating dinner. It is very late. And my stomach was literally eating itself. Right. So Give it so had to be food. something. So I will leave the rest because now I have a complex. And no, 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 no. I'll just meet you. <laughs> so Ruth did send me a text, tell me what we, what it was. I, I don't think she didn't tell you what I said on the way out, but I, she told me what it was about. She had, actually had to ask Kirsten, and Kirsten's got a better memory than both of us. Um, I went out. I went and grabbed a couple bottles do? of Fago. <laughs> We already had a few bottles in the fridge, and I I just grabbed like the twenty four ounces because I don't grab yeah. the two liter because I don't drink it fast enough, and you, this stuff it goes flat. flats really fast. Mm -hmm. So I grab a couple twenty four ounces. So I had already had four in the fridge. I bought two more on the way home because I'm not planning on going anywhere this weekend. Right, I'm planning nowhere. To wear my pajamas, and I'm Me sitting too. in my house all fucking two days Same. long. Here, I'm not here. going anywhere. So if I run out of That's something to drink, weekend. I'm going to get mm -hmm. pissed. So anyway. <laughs> I had four already. I picked up two more on the way home from therapy. So today. if Matt texts you, goddamn it, you better be on that button. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then Ruth brought two home, one for me and one for her. And so on my way out, I'm like, hey, it's funny. I know we had four already in there. I bought two. You got two. So we got plenty this weekend. She was one of those is for me. I'm like, no shit, or something like that. I forget what I said, but it was a sarcastic remark of like, of course you did. And that's when she flipped me off. And I didn't see it the first time. Of course, I saw it the second time when I turned around. She was smiling like a goofy Cheshire cat. But um, <laughs> anyway, that, that was the whole situation. It was something goofy and stupid. So nothing that she's going to get mad about. But 
I certainly wasn't mad. <laughs> but was you know what? Teasing. It is it is thoughtful that you sat there and was uh, were sitting there wondering like, oh crap, what did I do? Like, I need to fix this. You know, that was not a thought in my head. Oh. I was going to say, I, never, <laughs> I don't think it got that far. He was like, she flipped did. me off. I shut the door and laughed my ass off. I don't you think, I'm, a, a you think I'm such a good person. Thank you. <laughs> I, you know, what? you are a good person. It's just the, the broken bits. Yeah. yeah all, but it. we all have them. We all have yeah. them in our own way. We're ways, all so broken. Wanna, we are not, all broken. Yes. If you are. They don't have a label for mine yet. 15. You are broken in some way. Oh, yeah, no, because it'll get dark. I don't want to oh. go there. I don't think they have like a label for our brokenness or at least mine. Um, but yes, but we're all we're all fucked up. Yeah, I was yeah, look. Yeah. I was sitting. I get I like home delightfully from, dysfunctional. Oh yeah, oh, there you go. It just sounds nice. Oh, I've used functionally dysfunctional before. <laughs> it's like it's like optimistic pessimist. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, like, exactly. I know it's gonna get fucked up, but. Maybe I'll give you a shot. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. I don't. Why I'm am I sure doing this? This, this, this is. This is. I had I had a couple of pet peeves. I'm totally interrupting on. you because I'm trying to get back into pet peeves again. Um, <laughs> but the other. No, my pet peeve is me interrupting. You. Um, <laughs> the other pet peeve, and I'll I'll keep this brief because we're almost at a close here. Um, was, and I'm going to bring the. I had to bring this up. The whole government shutdown thing. Um, because I was funny as watching Facebook feeds, and I didn't post anything or comment on anything um, except for one person's, um, because a lot of it was just complete and utter bullshit. But a pet peeve of mine, and it's been more prevalent now over the last two years because of the whole campaign and now the new presidency with the whole fake news bullshit and how everybody decides to post uh, articles or their opinions that are completely not researched. Right. And, oh my God. That's like so. This whole government shutdown thing I thought was hilarious society. because I'm watching a lot of my conservative friends throwing things up there. We need to fire Pelosi and Schumer. I can't believe you guys keep voting them in and all this other jazz. I'm thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait one minute. One of the primary jobs of our Congress, and I'm going to get political here, and I'm going to teach you guys all something here if you don't already know. You're going to learn today. Yeah, one of the primary Sorry. jobs of our Congress is Do you have actually a ticking clock. To uh, build, no. I'll keep this brief. No, this, I just want that sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh what, no. one of their primary jobs is actually to make the budget for the next year. So the governments and all their departments know how much money they have and how much money they can spend. <laughs> that oh, is that's the best job. That is their job. Um, <laughs> for the last nine years, that's including this year, they have not done that. In fact, the only department yeah. they actually ever budget for is the defense in our mm-hmm. military. That is the only one. And so what they've been doing, if you really start paying attention and do your research, please do your fucking research. <laughs> When they, they, it's supposed to happen by September. Most of the time they postpone it till October or November. We see it happen every year. Go ahead and check it. They postpone it and they postpone it again until they, and this year they postpone it to December and then they postpone it until January. What, what happens when they postpone this? So what they do is they do what they call a continuing resolution. These continuing resolutions is just giving those departments the same amount of money they got. Last year. So if you're a business, think about this for a second. If you're a business right, and you could you run the, your business on the same budget you had nine years ago? No. No, it's fucking it's impossible. Totally but that's exactly what our government's doing. They keep doing this year after year. They do this continuing resolution, which is they're giving these departments the same fucking money they've got the year previous. Anyways, so obviously our Congress isn't doing their job. We need to vote all these assholes out and get new people in there. 2018, go out and vote. Anyway, um, so it's both a, a Republican and Democrat thing. They're both fucking morons. They're both doing this. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that the only, since the only department they actually fund is the NDAA, the uh, National is Defense. And so on and so on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's a thousand page fucking document. Do that they fund this military. So what these what ends up happening is they throw these little laws and these little things inside, hoping mm-hmm. that you're not going to read it. Thing is, nobody can read a thousand fucking pages in a couple of days, and that's what mm-hmm. winds up happening. They wind up voting for it because they need to fund the government, so they vote for it, which means a lot of these little things they get thrown in there get voted for. Well, the Democrats saw what was happening with some of these things that were getting thrown in, like the mm-hmm. wall and other bullshit that Trump wanted to have passed. And they're like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. 
they caught it, which they could have caught other things. And Republicans could have caught other things before when the Democrats were in charge mm-hmm. and whatnot and whatever. But that's what happened. They caught these little things. And so they went to the table and they, hey, Trump, here's what we're offering to do, blah, blah, blah. So the government shut down because these fuckers couldn't agree on something. Right. But just so everyone knows, stop blaming the Democrats. Stop blaming the Republicans. Blame both of them at the same fucking time. Yep. It's not Trump, unfortunately. You can blame if you want, but it's not him. It's no. our fucking Congress who aren't doing their goddamn job. Agreed. They need to do the fucking job. So there's my rant for all you assholes out there who want to keep posting this shit on Facebook. Do your goddamn <laughs> research, please. Sorry. I love you. I do. Fuck you. All right. Next. Love it. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Let me check. Let's see what's next. So it's 7.55. So we have five minutes left. Um, I have since put away my pretzels. Whatever. I hate, delicious. I, it's so good, that bar mess. I hate people telling me what to do. I'm just saying. Like we're, someone sends me a text. Hey, can you answer this right now? I'm like, mm, It's no. that rebellious spirit about you. Mix. I'm the same way. I have that rebellious spirit. Someone's like, this isn't going to work out for you. And I'm like, oh, yes, it will. Because not only am I rebellious, I'm also extremely stubborn. Stubborn. Oh, yeah. Until I get smacked in my face that it was like, oh, shit, you were right. Yeah, but, you know, stubborn stubborn and assertive is, it may, it's, right? may, it's a good thing and a horrible thing. It may look thing. like I'm a dick. It really might. But You're not a just dick. remember, for 90% of it all. <laughs> I really don't care for the other 10%. If you say, hey, you look like you're kind of being a dick there, I would say, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Which, by the way, uh, brings us to our lineup uh, two weeks from now. A little bit more on mental health, but mostly the average guy's mental health. The shit you have to go through. The anxiety that regular Mm -hmm. people feel. The seasonal defectiveness order. It's too goddamn dark outside. Way too early. People are suffering. And those day happy lights that they sell are way too expensive for the average person to just run out to get a tanning package. I'm just saying. Seriously? (laughs) Now, Irish me would walk out a ball of flames. No, just go on for a couple minutes because I'm like Casper, the friendly, not so friendly ghost. We're all really, really white. We are are super, super white. I'm Mexican, Indian, Irish. But once I start tanning, I go really, really slow because at first I burn and then eventually it turns into a tan. I'm German. so my kids at school have said to me, I am so white, I'm blue. <laughs> all right. But, but they've taught me all the handshakes and they have decided to adopt me and kick out one of their own in place so that there's some place for me to go. So I don't Aww. mind being so white, I'm blue. Um, they seem to think it's kind of funny. Because most of them are not. Right. And um, and we're funny. all one big happy. Pardon? They're not funny? Well, they're funny in their own way. Okay. Uh, but we have all come to to our classroom. My um, and, and that's the thing, um, actually, I was trying to get to. Next, we have this therapist. Hopefully, we will have either the counselor at my work um, on an alternative high school. So, so these kids have had their share of... Um, well, I'm sure they have a, quite a list of pet peeves, um, but they've had their challenges and, and certain circumstances for a thousand different reasons. Um, or maybe even the principal who is the the great mind behind it, who takes these kids and smiles and, and tells them that he's happy that they're there. Uh, maybe we'll get him in here, too. I'm not sure whether it's the counselor or the principal, but we're going to try one of those. And we're just going to talk about just the average person, how we handle daily life, why these things are pet peeves to us. Um, again, you can find us at punkwisdomfamily at gmail.com. Please, I'm going to throw this pen at you, Matt. Um, Wiser Punks on Twitter, uh, punkwiser17 on Facebook, and of course, Podcast Detroit. We are Punk Wisdom with Matt and Allison, and we are also found archived on the uh, Podcast Detroit app, as well as SoundCloud.com. You can actually find so, us on iTunes. You can find us on some of your other apps. You really got to fucking search if you for like it, puzzles. Yeah, um, I'm trying to figure out all that and how we can get us a little bit more noticed. Um, we'll figure it out though. 
Okay, so now we are at the end. We'll see you again in two weeks for a little bit of that. After that, we're going to be doing, we're going to catch up on resolutions. It'll be halfway through February. That's fine. Most people we're have going quit to, theirs already. Well, that's the thing. We're going <laughs> to look six weeks out from January 1st, and we're going to see, we're going to talk to, so if you got anybody, if you got stories on that, please send it to us at all those options I've given you. Um, and now before we go, I want to I want to share the things I've learned in our pet peeve one hour episode of podcast, which, by the way, two weeks from now, we will go back to two hours of uh, the things I have learned. Uh, don't no show. Use your blinker. Drive no less than two miles under the speed limit. Say you're sorry. Don't be a dick. The government sucks no matter who's in charge. Mm -hmm. Do your Facebook research. Research your Facebook research. Don't be a dick. And go answer your text. I saved that one for last so you don't get distracted. From Matt and Jessica and myself, I'm Allison. We will see you again in two weeks.